This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. The other night, the CN Tower was lit up in yellow for Bladder Cancer Awareness Month. Yellow is the color associated with a healthy bladder. But if you see red in your urine, it means you need to see your doctor right away. If you've been a longtime listener to Zoomer Radio, then you know that my mom, Sandy, died of bladder cancer six years ago. This is my fourth year as an advocate and volunteer for Bladder Cancer Canada, and the good work this organization does to bring awareness to the disease, fund research into a cure, and help bladder cancer patients. Joining me in studio, bladder cancer survivor and co-founder of Bladder Cancer Canada, David Gutman. Thank you, David. Good, good day. Glad to be here. It's so good to have you back again. And board member and bladder can- cancer patient, Bob Murray. Thank you. Hi, Bob. Hi. Um, David, every year more people are becoming aware that bladder cancer is the fifth most common cause of bladder cancer. Your efforts are obviously making a positive difference, but we still need this awareness month. Why? Well, uh, actually, there are 9,000 new patients diagnosed every year. Um, and when I was diagnosed 23 years ago, um, there was very little information available to patients, and I had n- no idea why, you know, seeing red in my urine, blood in my urine, that it was uh, anything more than an infection. And, I'm, and we're trying to change that. So uh, the Awareness Month brings two things to bear. First of all, the awareness of seeing blood in your urine, see red, see your doctor, and make sure the diagnosis is uh, not bladder cancer. Uh, And the second uh, concept of Bladder Cancer Awareness Month is to bring attention to Bladder Cancer Canada and what it can do to help patients. And on that point, I'd like to turn it over to Bob, and he'll give you some ideas of how bladder cancer helps patients. Well, Bladder Cancer Canada is instrumental in your life, Bob, not only because you're on the board, but because you are a patient. So you know all this firsthand. I found out about it firsthand, and I found out of it, about it from the ads of the Awareness Walk. And I attended a walk in Cambridge and found the support from Bladder Cancer Canada. And that support can be one-on-one. It's in person. It could be by phone, email. There are discussion forums on the website, which is bladdercancercanada.org. There's also patient guidebooks that you can download to find out things. Patient meetings. There have been at four major cities this year. And there are also um, support groups in the cities. The most difficult thing to me in bladder cancer was I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to look for help. And I didn't know what I would be experiencing. And talking to others and finding out about it and getting the support of Bladder Cancer Canada has been a tremendously positive part of this process I'm going through. I'd like to open up the phone lines uh, for you, the Zoomer radio listener. If you have a loved one or perhaps you yourself are concerned about a symptom or maybe you've been diagnosed, uh, we have two uh, very informed individuals here in the studio, not just because they are and have been diagnosed 
diagnosed and survived bladder cancer, but because they are associated with Bladder Cancer Canada. In fact, David co-founded Bladder Cancer Canada not that long ago. Uh, so I'll give you the phone numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And by the way, at the end of the segment, we'll give out all the information so you can get in touch with Bladder Cancer Canada if, uh, if you need to. David, I'd like to talk about uh, who is most at risk for bladder cancer. Well, it has been over the years uh, elderly gentlemen. Um, that was the, the con- that was uh, the way it was always viewed. Um, when I was diagnosed at 54 years old, uh, that was a, a real surprise to the doctors. So we've seen more and more younger people getting being diagnosed. Um, we've seen young children. Um, we know of two young uh, children six years of age that have been diagnosed with bladder cancer. Uh, women are the 12th most common, uh, it's the most, uh, 12th most common cancer with, within the, the group of women, but uh, their uh, outcomes are far uh, less positive than yes. men. Um, blood in the urine uh, sometimes is confusing to their doctor, to themselves, and they get diagnosed at a later stage in life. Um, and unfortunately, we know of you know some very young women getting it as well. So that's something to be very considerate of. And that was in the case of my mother, uh, because I know that smokers are also at risk of bladder cancer. She'd never had a cigarette in her life, had led a healthy lifestyle. And so when blood was present in the urine, it was natural for her genes to give her antibiotics for a urinary tract infection to the point where this continued until the bladder cancer had spread beyond her bladder. And once that happens, uh, the diagnosis is not good. There are survivors, but there is no cure once the, the cancer has metastasized. And maybe with that in mind, Bob, we can talk a little bit about the two types of bladder cancer. There are two types. There's uh, one that's called non-muscle invasive bladder cancer. Uh, we refer to it as a pussycat with claws. And this is when the cancer is contained within the bladder. It hasn't progressed into the muscle wall, hasn't gotten outside and metastasized. Uh, some of the issue is making sure that in, in an early diagnosis, people are treated quickly and dealt with. And there's a, a treatment Typically, BCG is a gold standard treatment for people with that. The, the second part, and we have information that David has on you know, the patient guidebooks for both types, but it's when it becomes muscle invasive, and this is when it becomes a tiger. We refer to it, to it as a tiger, and it's much more serious. So people can get information on both types. When you've been diagnosed, um, and you've both been there, uh, what sh- what should you be asking your like at this point it's a urologist if you've been diagnosed with bladder cancer what questions should you be asking David well uh, one of the things we're going to advise patients is to get in touch with us because we'll give them a whole list of questions that they should be asking and um, one of the most important things is to get uh, uh, the report of what type of cancer they have what uh, grade uh, it's at, so uh, we know and we can talk to them uh, more uh, more efficiently about what what treatment they're going to be receiving and and where and and where, what uh, the prognosis is. Uh, 
so that that is that, that is the, the most important thing get get a report from their doctor of their cancer let's talk about um, a cure because ultimately that's what we want to see we want to see a cure for all cancers uh, and we're focused on bladder cancer here today where are we at with research in terms of the funding which comes from all of the awareness walks in September all across the country uh, a lot of that funding does go to a cure to find a cure for cancer David from a year ago have we uh, have we seen any measured difference uh, that's hard for me to tell. I can tell you that bladder cancer is a 20th most or 22nd, depending on what stats you look at, uh, funded uh, uh, cancer of all the major cancers. We're trying to change that. There's a lot of effort within the uh, Bladder Cancer uh, Canada board to make that happen. In addition, Bladder Cancer Canada has taken the, the funds, uh, at least a third of the funds that have come in uh, from the walk and put it to good use in research. Uh, because we have limited funds versus some large charities, we find specific uh, research projects. We have a medical research board uh, comprised of, of some top uh, research doctors across Canada, and they help us choose the proper uh, research projects. Uh, most often we have them co-funded by other organizations so we can get a, a, a high degree of leverage, and uh, that is one of the, uh, the ways we've done it. We've seen some major changes over the last seven or eight years. There are some new drugs that are coming on, on stream right now to help those with muscle invasive bladder cancer uh, with, with some very good results. There's some new t techniques in, in being able to diagnose bladder cancer. From where I started 23 years ago to where we are today, it's a, it's a major difference. It certainly is. I mean, when you co-founded Bladder Cancer Canada, People didn't even, they weren't even really aware of bladder cancer, whereas it was very common to know about breast cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer even. But bladder cancer has had a long catch-up period. Um, but uh, in terms of the treatment, I know for 40 years it was basically the same treatment. But Bob, that's changed and you know that firsthand. As I progressed through it, um, I, I've gotten, I guess, fortunate in one way to be able to be at a point where we're looking at alternative treatments today, in my case, and saying, okay, BCG was the number one gold standard, but now there are other methods of things are, that are being tried, other treatments are there, and I know there, uh, I was just through one of the new things, which is a blue light recently, where they can see more things and evaluate better, so as David said, um, there's a lot more coming along, and I've seen even in my four years uh, quite a quite a, a difference in how I'm being treated. Well, you look good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And your your treatment is obviously going well if you're staying busy and vital and active. Love to be active mm -hmm. and uh, enjoy what I do. One of the things um, that I've been, uh, I, I live in Oakville and work in Mississauga and I, I found out very quickly that the area didn't have a walk even. And so one of the things I've done this uh, last couple of years is I've been the walk lead for Mississauga. Um, we uh, happily ended up doing it on a Saturday, Toronto on a Sunday, so that if people don't get to Mississauga on Saturday, they can go to Toronto on Sunday or if they vice versa. 
versa for the Toronto guys. And I'm seeing a lot more um, people helping me get more involved, reaching out to the community, and the awareness is certainly working. And when you're a patient and you, you know, I, I'm in a treatment or something, I hear somebody in the next room who's coming for the first time, you know they're scared, you know they don't have information, you know they need help, and you really want to reach out and say, look, there's, there's somebody here that can help you. The Bladder Cancer Awareness Walk, which, as you say, happens in Toronto, Mississauga, and cities, David, all across the country in September. That is a special event. This year will be my fourth for my team, Jane Brown, in honor of my mom uh, and supported here by uh, my professional family at Zoomer Media. Uh, tell us about the day, what it's like not only in Toronto but across the country, and how and how much is raised and where that goes. Okay, um, it's going to be held on Sunday, the 23rd of September. Uh, that is the key date. But as Bob mentioned just a moment ago, uh, in Mississauga, it will be on the Saturday. And in some specific areas, it might be on a slightly different day, a week earlier or a week later. Uh, we have a website, uh, and again, that's going to be uh, uh, posted on Zoomer, bladdercancercanada.org. It's easy to remember, bladdercancercanada.org. And it li- will list all the sites across Canada, uh, 22 of them, and it will list the dates and how you can contact people, how you can register. The register registration process is very simple. Uh, to answer your question, we raise, uh, our goal is $600,000. Uh, a key point in this, uh, Bob alluded to it, uh, or, or did mention it, that we have all of, uh, many, many bladder cancer patients come out, and the camaraderie and the support that is seen at that event is marvelous. Oh, I love it. It's, it's, it's almost spiritual. It's magical. Yeah, it, it really is. It certainly is. is. The other, which we're, we're, we're thrilled about, it is all done by volunteers. There isn't a planner in the place. There isn't... Uh, you know, any professional doing things, this is all done by volunteers. Uh, our cost of operation is minimal. Uh, you come out to the walk, you get a T-shirt. Uh, there are a couple of banners, but uh, Bob's company supplies most of them gratis. Uh, we have food out there that is supplied gratis. Uh, in Toronto, it's the pickle barrel that does a marvelous job for years, our, our, our breakfast and our lunch. Um, so, yeah, it, it is an amazing event. Uh, and, and you can feel confident as well if you, if you don't take part in the event, but you sponsor someone like myself, like you two, uh, you can be confident that 100% of your donation is going to bladder cancer patients in one way or another. Absolutely. I love that. That is the best part because there have been so many stories out there about organizations that raise money and the concern for people who donate is that too much of it goes to administration. Administration. But with Bladder Cancer Canada, you can be confident that the whole donation goes to bladder cancer patients. So bladdercancercanada.org. Anything else before I say goodbye to you guys uh, until next time? No, thank you, Jane. I just will mention that in Mississauga this year, we will have waffles and ice cream and strawberries. So we're, <laughs> That's trying, fantastic. To, we're trying to offer some food as well. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you both. Will you stick around for the next commercial break so we can do our uh, picture? We didn't do our photograph yet. Wonderful. Good. Thank, thank you so you. much. David Gutman and Bob Murray, always a pleasure. Thank you. Coming up next here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, John Papasturgio from the Ontario Pharmacists Association takes your calls at 416. 416- 
1-866-740-4740 or 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.